Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly. Welcome to your Thursday here on WABC Talk Radio 77. I'm Bo Snurdy with you here. It is Bo Snurdy's Rush Hour. If you'd like to be part of today's program, all you have to do is dial 800-848-WABC. 800-848-9222. And, of course, the news cycle never stops, and we try to get as much of it as we can. The lead item today comes from a BizPack review. Uh, the shooter's dad, we're still talking about the shooting that took place on July 4th this latest mass shooting in America, Highland Park. The shooter's dad said he talked to his son about mass shootings the night before the massacre. Isn't that lovely? But he absolves himself of any guilt. He says, I didn't do anything wrong. Robert Cremo Jr., father of the suspected shooter, says he bears absolutely zero, none, nada, the responsibility for his son's actions, although... He was the sponsor on getting his young son. Listen to what Daddy Dearest said. He bought everything on his own, and they're registered to him, you know. He drove there. He ordered them. He picked them up. His background check on each one. He made me. He groomed him to do it. And I'm going to stay here at home because I didn't do anything wrong. Well, hmm. he didn't notice his son's little uh, love doll in the closet. Guy had a teenage love doll that he hung. Yeah. He hung the doll. Hung the doll by the neck in his closet. There were shots of also the love doll sitting next to him while he was driving. Seriously. The love doll had a name. I don't, let me see if I can find the name of his love doll. And yet daddy thinks nothing was wrong with his son. The night before the shooting, the night before the shooting, they were talking about massacres and his son was saying you know they're they're idiots people that do this stuff so i guess the dad is saying look i had no idea he was going to turn out to be one of those idiots 
but he has a love doll. And his love doll, I, I'll find his love doll's name. Not only did he execute his love doll in his closet, this guy <clears throat> had all kind of red flags flaring for anybody to look at except his father. Now, interestingly enough, I talked with the person quite by accident last night who lives on the same block as this shooter. And this person told me that for years everyone's known there was a problem with him, and the police had visited the house on multiple occasions. So once again, and this father sounds like he's in total denial of his own involvement. The mom was angry when the date the UK Daily Mail approached her. She handed them her lawyer's card and pretty much said, I guess, told them to get lost. But here we are again. The obvious signs are there. You've got a troubled kid, troubled young man, I should say. All kinds of strange markings under his eye. A teenage who apparently doesn't have a real girlfriend but has a plastic blow-up doll girlfriend who he hangs in his closet. After riding around with his blow-up doll in the car next to him. I mean, how weird is that? And no one knows that this kid is problematic. The kid had threatened to kill the entire family. Nobody could see. Yesterday we talked a little bit about these red flag laws. And and by the way, the Democrats and 14 Republicans just passed new gun legislation that demands that people like this checks. He had background checks. So what happened? How come we're still having shootings after this new legislation is passed? There's a story in the Associated Press wires today that deserves some attention. Gun violence in America, a long list of forgotten victims. Oh, by the way, yes, I know Boris Johnson, PM, over there, UK, resigned. He After that, he went to the ocean and took a dip in the ocean. He resigned. Okay? Big whoop. All right, the other story, gun violence in America, a long list of forgotten victims. Amid the stream of mass shootings that have become chillingly commonplace in America, the reality of the nation's staggering murder rate can often be seen more clearly in the deaths that never make national news. Take this weekend in Chicago. Monday, a rooftop shooter opened fire into crowds gathering for an Independence Day parade in a Chicago suburb, killing at least seven people, wounding some 30. Less talked about, Chicago police say 68 people were shot in the city between Friday night, 6 p.m., and just before midnight 
on Monday. Eight of them died. The AP goes on and says most gun violence in America is related to seemingly ordinary disputes that spin out of control and someone goes for a gun. Uh, you leftists may want to sit down before I read the next sentence. Let me give you a chance to pre-compose yourself because the next sentence will make you angry. Those of you who support BLM, please sit down before I read the next sentence. The next sentence will make you angry. So, are you seated? Good. Here's the next sentence. Black people are disproportionately impacted by gun violence in America and are much more likely to be the victims of gun crimes or homicides. Often, the victim and shooter know one another. They are co-workers, they are acquaintances, siblings, and neighbors. They're killed in farming villages, small towns, and crowded cities. And then they talk about one gentleman who got killed doing in a dispute over an auto part, and it was pretty ugly. The AP goes on to say this, too. Compared to much of the developed world, America... Oh, by the way, before we jump, let me go back to that sentence that upset you libs. Black people are disproportionately impacted by gun violence in America and are much more likely to be the victims of gun crimes or homicides. What is missing from that sentence is the other part. And black people are disproportionately the shooters. (gasps) (gasps) Oh, we're not allowed to talk about that. Because that would mean we would have to talk about the underlying culture of all of this. And we can't do that. Now, let us proceed. AP left that part out. I was wondering when I read it. I kept saying, something's missing, something's missing, something's missing. We're the victims, we're the victims, they're the victims, they're the victims. What about the perps? What about the perps? What about the perps? The perps are missing. In their coverage. I wonder why that is. Okay. Picking it back up. Compared to much of the developed world... America is a murderous country. How's that for a sentence? Compared to much of the developed world, America is a murderous country. The United Nations, oh good, let's cite that blot. The United Nations estimates the U.S. homicide rate is three times that of Canada, five times of France. 26 of Japan. According to some studies, there are more guns in America today than there are people. But if Americans often see the country's streets as ever more dangerous scenes of public mass killings, the reality is more complicated. While mass murders soak up the vast majority of the attention, more than half of America's Roughly 45,000 annual firearm deaths are from 
Guess what? Suicide. That's right, suicide. While mass murderers soak up the vast majority of the attention, more than half of America's roughly 45,000 annual firearm deaths are from suicide. Mass shootings, defined as the deaths of four or more people, not including the shooter, have killed from 85 to 175 people each year over the past decade. Plus, while America's gun killing spiked wildly in 2020, recent statistics indicate they're coming down this year in many cities. Further complicating things, the data on firearm killings is woefully incomplete, with just over 60% of the country's law enforcement agencies reporting crime statistics to the FBI. I might add the corrupt FBI. So it goes on and on. It goes on to say American people are afraid. It goes on to further delve into some of the things. Hyperventilating news coverage contributes to fear. They, of course, attack Fox News. And then they go through a few more instances, cases that we don't have. But the long and short of it is... There are a lot more deaths happening in the average cities, hamlets, towns across America every week than there are these mass killings. And as the AP says, most of them are ignored, ignored by the press. They never make national news. And I ask you, why is that? Huh? Why do you think that is? James Golden, a.k.a. Snurly. It's Bo Snurly's Rush Hour. Yes, your calls today, 800-848-WBC. I got a snarky direct message from somebody that said, yeah, you said your calls were going to be part of the, a big part of the program. <laughs> I just, look, I have an hour. I do the best I can. We take as many calls as we can, but there's so much news. I have an obligation to do news, too. And I'm going to cover news. And so, by the way, in advance, if I'm unable to get to all your calls and you're on on hold, I do apologize for that. I don't want to keep people waiting for the whole hour, just and, and then they end up not getting their call on. But news takes precedent on this show and always will. But we'll get to as many calls as possible, which is why we try to do rapid phones near the end of the show so we can get as many people in as possible that want to make a point and know how to do it succinctly. It is Bosnelli's Rush Hour. We're coming back right after this. Rush. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Bo Snerdly. On 77 WABC. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snerdly. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Rush. Rush. Ringo Starr. Happy birthday to Ringo Starr, 82 years old today. 
one of the two remaining Beatles. And Ringo still looks like he has so much fun whenever you do see him, which is rare and rare these days, of course. There's some sad news in the uh, Hollywood world. Another 82-year-old, James Kahn, who was the Oscar nominee for The Godfather, of course, James Kahn, Sonny Corleone, and and he passed yesterday, apparently. Uh, Kev, you said you have some, you have some, some, go ahead, hit one. Let's see what it sounds like. What are you going to do? Nice college boy, huh? Didn't uh. want to get mixed up in the family business? Huh? Now you want to gun down a police captain, why, because he slapped you in the face a little bit? Huh? What do you hey. think, this is the army where you shoot him a mile away? You got to get him close like this, and bing you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. Come here. And of course, Michael's answer to that was, "This is there's nothing personal, Sonny. This is just business." Yeah. What else do you have with uh, James Con? Let's see. Hey, listen no. to this. The turd. He wants to talk. He got you. Imagine a nerve on his son of a bitch. Hey. Craps out last night. He wants a meeting today. What did he say? What did he say? But a beep. But a bap. But a boop. But a beep. He wants us to send Michael to hear the proposition. And the promise is that the deal is so good that we can't refuse. Hey, what about Bruno Tatali? It's part of the deal. Bruno cancels out what they did to my father. Yeah, we know how that ended. Well, of course, Godfather, one of the greatest movies ever made, at least part one and part two. So rest in peace, Sonny Corleone. And, you know, the other day we talked about, Kevin, you played a, a Carlos Santana uh, bumper and and that night, that very night, Carlos Santana uh, passed out on the stage during the middle of a performance. And so, we'll hit something later on. We'll just give a shout out to Carlos Santana. Our prayers are with him. One of the most incredible musicians in the world. Um, there is a case we talked about yesterday that is also still in the news. This is the case of Jose Alba, 51. He was working in a bodega up on 139th Street near Broadway. Woman comes in. She wants some chips. She couldn't pay. And Alba wouldn't give them to her for free. She wanted a freebie. Okay? So she gets ticked off. She has a few words with Mr. Alba. And then... Her boyfriend jumps in, Austin Simon, 37, with an intense criminal record. He goes behind the counter, and if now if you go behind the counter, what are your intentions? You're going behind the counter to hurt somebody. So he went behind the counter, and video, there is video of this that clearly shows he was the aggressor. He yells at Alba. He gets in his personal space. Then he shoves the man. Alba gets up, tries to leave. This criminal, Simon, grabs him by the back of the neck. At this moment, Alba takes a knife off the nearby shelf, and he stabs Simon. The the two continue to fight. Alba comes back in the frame, his arm wounded, bleeding, because 
They think he might have been stabbed by Simon's girlfriend, but he's got a bloody knife in his hand. He was cornered. And what did New York's amazing district attorney, Alvin Bragg, at least his office, what did they do? They hauled Mr. Alba off to Rikers, and he is still at Rikers as far as I know. He gets attacked by a known hoodlum who's been in and out of jail multiple times. And yet the man who was trying to defend his life is being charged with second-degree murder, locked up on $250,000 bail. New York Post editorial board wrote about this today. They said what Alvin Bragg is practicing isn't justice, it's madness. People are villains. Criminals and heroes and victims are told to accept their fate. Joseph Alba, the New York Post editorial board says, needs to be free, and Alvin Bragg needs to be out of office. And I could not agree with that sentiment more. This is a disgrace. And you want to know why people want to carry guns to protect themselves from these predators, these super predators, these fiends, villains, who prey on the good working people in this city? The Secret Service is denying Ms. Hutchison's story and... According to The Hill, that has fueled attacks from both sides. Through back channels, the Secret Service has confirmed that President Trump, they say, was eager to join the protesters at the Capitol. But also, the agency has pushed back on this account that he somehow lunged for the steering wheel of the SUV. Look, let's face it, when it comes to that, it is highly, highly possible that this woman is a stone-cold liar. The story never made sense to begin with. The president doesn't ride in the front of the limo or the SUV. He's in the back. And so he's going to lunge from the back of this SUV and grab the steering wheel? And none of that makes sense. There are two agents who are active Secret Service said they are willing to testify under oath to dispute Hutchison's narrative. But you know what? She hasn't been called. They haven't been called yet. You see, Democrats can call all these witnesses in this phony, baloney, Soviet-style propaganda show trial to try to disparage Donald Trump. But the moment you get evidence that what what they're doing here is phony, that it's lies, now you don't get a chance to see the refutation of their flimsy, lying case. Less than 24 hours after this woman, this woman spoke up, the story was already being disputed as false. And yet today, here we are, over a week later, we still haven't seen the Secret Service agents asked to come in and testify so we could clear this matter up, or at least so that former President Trump would have a defense. These are the kind of things that happen in show trials if you're in some third world country. 
These are the kind of trials that used to take place in the Soviet Union, the old USSR, where the outcome was decided before the defendant even went to trial. It's a show trial. This is propaganda. Nancy Pelosi. Oh, there's a picture of Nancy Pelosi out there today, folks. I, if, if, if you've seen it, you can't unsee it. Nancy Pelosi is in beachwear. Beachwear? Hell no! <laughs> yes, she is. And if you see this picture of your Speaker of the House, you will never, ever be able to unsee it. It will be indelibly burned into your consciousness. That's terrible. And, and, uh, you, uh, yeah, wait till you see the picture. You think, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you look at the picture. Some people, I mean, I was looking at the picture today. We did a promo on it. And somebody in the room yelled, hey, where's Waldo? That'll give you a hint of what you may be seeing in this picture. I'm not going there. I'm not going to disparage what this woman looks like at all, ever. Honestly, she's disgusting. Well, that may be, but I'm not going there. If you haven't seen the picture, I urge you, don't see it. Boston Nerdly, James Golden is Boston Nerdly's Rush Hour coming back after this. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly on 77 WABC. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snerdly. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snerdly. Carlos Santana, the one and only Santana. Brings us back here on WABC. Remember, after this show, Catch at Night comes up. You'll want to keep it here. If you are headed on vacation this year, you know, COVID's over. Now let's get back to somewhat normal life. Remember, you can take the WABC lineup with you wherever you go in the world. All you have to do is get that WABC app. From WABCRadio.com, keep us with you all day, all night. Y'all won't regret it. Let's head to the telephones. Adam in Connecticut, welcome. WABC Talk Radio 77, you're on with James Golden. It's post Nervous Fresh Hour. How are you, Adam? Hey, Bo, I, I wish there was a picture of you in a bathing suit, because I'm sure oh, no, you have you a don't. fantastic physique. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, right. That's a cheap shot. That's a cheap shot. But anyway... <laughs> Um, I apologize. I shouldn't. Have, I shouldn't. Have no, made no, anyway, no. Because it's. I look. I can stand being made fun of. I look at my own physique sometimes, and it scares me. I ain't worrying about it. So you don't have to apologize. I'm not woke. You know, I have a sense of humor. Anyway, what'd you call in to talk about, Adam? Yeah. Well, you know, I just have to make a quick comment. Uh, Trump. Uh, clear. I'm a Republican. I voted for Trump, but after this hearing, Hutchinson, uh, I totally believe her. I, she has no reason to lie. She was. A, she sure, was she does. Fully, uh, no, yes, she, she does. And, and also, yes, she why, does. Why? She has any reason to lie. So to help damage Donald Trump so that he will not be able to seek election. And what the Democrats have stated, and, and, and when I say Democrats, I'm including the rhino uh, Liz Cheney, is that they want to try to find some reason to bring 
and refer criminal charges to the Justice Department. So, of course, she has reason to lie, just like Ballsy Ford had reason to lie about Kavanaugh. Just like before that, they drugged someone else out to lie about Justice Bork. Just out before that, they lied about Clarence Thomas with Anita Hill. Like Democrats lie all the time to try to smear and destroy people that they view as their political enemies. She has every reason to lie. And and by the way, and by the way, after she got through with her performance, she and 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 Cheney ended up in an embrace. Explain that. She has a reason to lie. She has. She was working for Trump right up until the insurrection. So a and lot of back. First of all, there was no insurrection. There was a riot, and everybody that participated in that and did violence to the nation's capital should be punished. But that was not an insurrection. An insurrection is what you see happen in Portland, Oregon, where people riot for months and months on end and try to take over the government and kill government agents. That did not happen on January 6th. But further than that, Adam Schiff has repeatedly lied to the American people. He lied about Trump and Russia. He lied and said he had evidence. He's one of the ones that's propping up this woman's testimony. Why should the American people believe a known liar, Adam? Right. Let me let me say one thing. Trump tried to get those uh, metal detectors taken away. If the if the Secret Service had listened to him, a lot of those people would have had weapons. Absolutely, and he wanted those people to have weapons. There is no way that you know that. There is no way that anybody can go in his mind and say this is what Trump wanted. And I don't believe that for one second. I don't believe that Donald Trump wanted a violent ending to this. It would serve him no purpose to have that. The American people wouldn't tolerate that. And Donald Trump is not a stupid man. And the fact that liberals continue to play like he is stupid is what hurts hurts their own cause. This is not a man stupid enough to grab the steering wheel of an SUV while it's rolling. This man's not stupid enough to collude with Russia and try to overturn American will. You have all the evidence of who actually colluded with Russia and who actually com- uh, was, was trying to loot their way in money in the Ukraine and in China, but you, Adam, don't mention his name or the press doesn't either. We know who the colluders are. But it wasn't Donald Trump here. Now, look, I understand that people don't like Donald Trump. And I'm not trying to say that Donald Trump is perfect. But I am saying that Donald Trump was highly effective as president. And that is the reason that people, especially the opposition party, does not want him to return to office. And that in America is a huge reason to lie. If you are a member of the opposition. Go ahead. His, that, that lady was not a member of the opposition. She became a member of the opposition when she saw Trump try to overturn election. He tried to overturn it. It's, it's a she fact. Became, she became, wait a minute, it is not a fact. Do you know all of the stuff that we are told, okay, and I try to stay out of this election stuff because I'm not a kook and I don't put on my tinfoil hat. I have friends that, that I have a friend that's the, the, the president of the tinfoil hat club of America. I'm not one of the tinfoil hat members, but I want you to just analyze something and just take this into into your consideration. After all this talk from the left about how these Dominion machines were fail safe, how these were the best voting machines ever made, anybody that... 
anything about them or liars, anybody that said something were kooks. Less than two months ago, the United States government, our cyber division, came out, and this was reported, by the way, not on Fox News, the enemy station to the liberals. It was reported by the Associated Press. The federal government issued a study that said these Dominion machines have flaws that make them susceptible to hacking. They quickly added, oh, but we have no evidence that they were ever hacked. But we were told up till now that that was impossible. And now the government tells us, well, they do have flaws. If they can't tell you the truth about that, what else are they lying about? When you look, Peter, at things that happen in the middle of the night, where all of a sudden you've got somebody, and we've seen this play out before, who is trending as to look like they win. And all of a sudden, the vote, is, the vote counting is stopped for hours. And then when the vote counting is resumed, everything changes. Now, you can call the American people a lot of things, but the American people are not stupid. They see what's going on. Now, you can't prove it, but people see it, Peter. So come out of denial yourself. Stop thinking that everybody that has suspicions about the way that this election was handled is stupid, because they're not. These are law-abiding citizens who are looking at the same thing you're looking at, and they see this is highly irregular. And there are more stories than that. Now, I'm not saying anything was stolen, but what I am saying is people have every right to be suspicious when you put circumstances like that in front of them, and it's done on more than one occasion. And then you look at what happened in Pennsylvania where you have rules of the election that were decided by the state legislature, which is the way that the law works. And then an elected Democrat class of judges changes the law to benefit Democrats in the middle of the election. There's something wrong with that, Peter. Now, you can be in denial, and you can say there's nothing wrong with that. But that's the kind of cheap bullshit stuff that happens in third world countries. It's not supposed to happen in the United States of America. You go, Peter, your turn. Trump said hundreds and hundreds of times that the election was stolen and his people believe that without any proof. No, not one. Okay, you need to stop without the any proof stuff. You need to stop with this out any proof. Every time someone brings up irregularities. It is never addressed by the mainstream press, and people have brought up irregularities. People have brought up what happened with some of these so-called ballot harvesting. And we knew that ballot harvesting was a problem. What happened in, in the California elections? That's where they came up with this crooked scheme about anybody can collect and harvest as many ballots as they can. This is not the way elections were ever done in the United States. And now they're being done this way, and when Democrats benefit from it, you sit here and blame Donald Trump after saying to us that you voted for him. Yeah, right, Peter. Peter? Can you hear me? Yeah, okay, I can hear you now. By the way, you called to talk about guns. By the way, Peter, you called to talk about guns. Why were you dishonest with the call screener? Anyway, go ahead with your. You, go ahead with your point. Thing. 
if okay, I'll just say one thing. Look up the number, the rate of of mass shootings during the assault rifle ban, 1994 to 2004. Numbers were almost half. And after the numbers surge, we have to have an assault rifle ban. I can be a Republican, but I don't have to be a Trumper and crazy. Because after Trump denied that uh, Biden won the election, he lost my vote. Okay, fine. You can lose your vote. Don't insult American people and call them crazy. The American people have, whether you like it or not, a constitutional right to bear arms. Okay? And this right was enshrined by our forefathers. If you don't like that right, you have the right to work within the political process to try to amend the Constitution. What you don't have the right to do is to seize people's weapons or deny them weapons because you don't like them. Now, do I like these mass killings? Of course not. Why don't you ever talk about Adam? What is the cultural rot that is going on in America with these shooters? What is the cultural rot that lets people kill each other and not have any respect for the sanctity of life? What is that about, Adam? And why, don't, why doesn't all you that want to seize people's weapons, why don't you talk about the rot that exists in the soul of these people that allows them to kill mass people? Go ahead, you Adam. You get the last word. I'll tell you one thing. When there's when when you have a political system where and I used to be I used to vote Republican down the line, but watching the Republicans become this kind of almost fascist, you know, kind of um, really, I mean, anti-American, anti-anti-democratic party, you're losing voters. It's not working for you guys. You ha- we have. First of all, I'm a. Cons- first of all, Adam. I said I was going to give the last word on policy. I, will. I am not a Republican. I'm a conservative. So don't give me this you guys crap. Secondly, okay, watching your party destroy people year after year. Your Democrat party is, and I don't care what you say about you used to be Republican. You sound, you're using every Democrat talking point. So to me, if it walks like a Democrat, if it quacks like a Democrat, I'm going to assume it's a Democrat. And watching your party kill millions of babies in the womb, watching your party destroy every city that they've been running for 100 years with their racist, with their racist policies. We don't need lectures from you about fascism, Adam. But I love you. I'm glad you called the call to, uh, to have this debate. And Adam, I sincerely want you to call again, okay? Thank you. Thank you, Adam. James Golden, WABC Talk Radio 77. We're coming back. Bo Snerdley's Rush Hour right after this. Rush. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdley. Bo Snerdley. On 77 WABC. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snerdley. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdley. Rush. 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 All right, Kev, who's this? Is this, who is this, Kevin? Is this Ringo? This is you Ringo. Know yeah, Ringo Starr. What's up, Bob? Anyway. Do we have Princess Die with us? 
Is Princess Die there? Okay. Hey, Princess Die. Hello, um, hello, Your Highness. Yes. What Your can Highness, I do for you, Sir Sir James? Can you please promise me that tomorrow you and I will spend at least two or three minutes talking about this Arizona citizenship thing that's going on, where the Justice Department is now suing Arizona because Arizona has the temerity and the gall to ask for voter ID. I just thought about that after the last call, who's telling us that the elections are just fine. Everything's just fine in America. And this is the party that every time you mention voter ID, these people go apoplectic and the damn Justice Department wants to sue you so that you can't have ID. These people. I think you nuked him, and you are right and sure. I would love to talk about the Biden Justice Department because it is doing some amazingly horrible things, and we need to shine the light of truth on it. Make a list, please, Princess Di, Your Majesty. I I ask you, I request, please, (laughs) on my hands and knees and BVDs. (laughs) I am looking forward to it. Great show, as always, James. Thank you, Princess Di. We will speak with you tomorrow. Ladies and gentlemen, that's our very own Princess Di. She will be with us tomorrow. And then remember, Saturday, it is the Saturday morning radio extravaganza right here on WABC. That starts at 7 a.m. Tell your friends, tell your buddies, have a coffee breakfast and have the show on. You'll have fun. It is time for Rapid Phones. Let us go to Mike in Wayne, New Jersey. You're on with James Golden, a.k.a. Snurly at Snurly's Rush Hour. How are you, Mike? How are you, James? When we normalize things like having a doll in a relationship and a father thinks that's normal, the woke community is what's causing a lot of the issues nowadays, these horrible issues, normalizing this crazy behavior. Thank you, James. Thank you. We're going to Philadelphia and Robert. Robert, you're on WABC Talk Radio 77, Boston Early's West Hour. What is your point? Great to talk to you, James. The woman didn't become the opposition when she saw Trump trying to do an insurrection. She became the opposition after he turned her down when she tried to apply for a job with him after this insurrection. And Thank you. Go ahead. You got a few seconds. Go ahead. Yes, and on January 6th, nobody's been charged with insurrection, and 37 minutes into it, he tweeted out for them to stop and reminding them that we on the right respect law enforcement. Have a great day, Mr. 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 Thank Gold. you. Appreciate it. Peter in New Jersey, you're on Bo Snurley's Rush Hour. Peter, what is the point you'd like to make? The Brian song with Billy D and James Conn. Oh, yeah. Also, um... Talk to me like a six-year-old like uh, Denzel did in the Philadelphia story. Biden's giving away our oil, but yet he's going to Arabia to beg for oil? Yes. Okay, Peter. I'm so happy you mentioned that. Go ahead. Go ahead. uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi's pick. What has she got? Three eyebrows now? (laughs) I'll stay with the gas one. (laughs) I'll stay with the gas thing. I'm not going to touch that other one. Listen, um, Joe Biden opening up the strategic oil reserve to give it away to other countries in Europe or wherever, this is a disgrace. But this is the Biden administration, folks. The next thing you know, whatever few baby food formula uh, cases are left in the United States, because that's still a crisis, the fewer those that they can round up, who knows who they'll give them away to. This is Joe Biden. This is what they are. Let us go to George in Rockland County. 
George, welcome. You're on Boston Early's Rush Hour. Okay, so two things, okay. First, uh, regarding uh, the crime statistics you talked about before, okay. I would appreciate if you can also add to it crime in Africa, crime in Mexico, crime in Central and South America, how it's compared to the U.S. That's number one. And when we talk about crime, let's look in New York State and ask why Carl Hastig, Andrea Stude cousin, don't do anything about a crime. And then let's please add up the New York City Council. How come we never hear about them when it talks to crime? Thank you, sir. Thank you. Wow, these folks are good. They are nailing it. Ira, Long Island. You're on WABC Boston Early's Rush Hour. Hi, James. First of all, I just wanted to say that the left is right. There is systemic racism on the part of the mainstream media. They will not report black-on-black crime. That's systemic racism to me. And the other thing I wanted to say is I think uh, Brad might be on cats at night tonight. Well, Brad, I'll tell you what. I hope somebody really gets to the bottom of his thinking because for the life of me, I don't understand it. Time to go to Brooklyn, my fave. Jacqueline, how are you, sweetheart? I'm good. Thank you so very much. I'll make it fast. You were trying to explain to that individual about Cassidy Hutchinson. One other thing. I always like to say you can explain it to them, but you cannot make them understand it. It was reported that this young 25-year-old woman who was earning a meager income was having her legal fees paid for by this kangaroo court. So she's going to say whatever they want her to say. Jacqueline, as always, wit, facts, that no one can dispute. Thank you. Andrew and Stanhope, you're on Boston Early's Rush Hour. What is on your mind this afternoon? The Democratic guy who poses a Republican that calls, I would say, the walk-away movement. He's got to check that out and get with the program. He told many lies. Additionally, when he said that the Republicans are losing voters, exactly the opposite. They gained a million and also Latino vote for the first time ever is going Republican. We saw that Latino woman win in Texas for the first time in history. They don't want lockdowns. They don't want drag queen pedophiles. So he's completely wrong. Love it, Andrew. Thank you. Pamela in central New Jersey, welcome to Boston Early's Rush Hour. What is on your mind this afternoon, Pamela? Those of you who call conservatives crazy, you still believe that Lee Harvey Oswald was the lone shooter and that the world is flat and that Jimmy Hoffa is out for a long lunch. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Pamela. Wow, did you make your point in a hurry and very, very well. Let us go to Vinny in Massapequa, Long Island. Vinny, welcome. You're on Boston Airways Rush Hour. Hi. Just like it's Bidenflation, it should be the Biden Justice Department. Injustice, well, not mm-hmm. justice. I was about to say it should be the Biden Injustice Department. Joe Biden's Justice Department. They want to call parents who are worried about their children being raped in schools and, the, and being taught that being white is evil and being introduced to groomers who want to exploit them sexually while they're in grades K through 3, they want to call those parents domestic terrorists. And meanwhile, meanwhile, they refuse to do anything about this incredible breakdown at the border where we have people floating. 
in unvetted from all points in the world and so many other things that they should be doing. But we're going to talk about that tomorrow with Princess Di. Let us go to Bradfield. Thank you for the call, Vinny, in Plainfield, New Jersey. Bradfield, welcome. How are you? Okay, Bo James, I can't find the statistics for illegal guns versus legal guns anywhere. Uh, I've tried FBI files, uh, U.S.gov, New York. You can't find the legal registered vehicles by the criminals. Uh, it would really be a big thing. I know you're going over statistics before. Bradfield, that's because your government doesn't keep track of the number of illegal guns in the country. You know why? Even if they could, and that would be a difficult number to achieve because you'd have to have some way of determining the illegality. And if you did, hopefully these people would be arrested. We don't know how many illegal guns are out here, but we do know this. We do know that the easiest people, the people that find it easiest to get the guns in America are the criminals. Meanwhile, you've got this Hoka woman, this disaster of an unelected governor, You've got this disaster of them there, and I had high hopes from here, Adams, and I'm sorry, that high hopes, those high hopes are extinguished. They're always whining about the legal gun owners, and they never pay attention to the fact that their party's the one letting these criminals on the street who have no problem getting guns. But if you follow the law, why, let's make your life miserable. Well... We've come to the end of the road for Thursday. We have Friday, another rush hour tomorrow at 4 o'clock. John Katz up next. Saturday morning, radio extravaganza, 7 o'clock in the morning on Saturday. May God bless and protect each and every single one of you and your families. And that includes every one of you liberals, everybody in this country. We'll be back tomorrow. See you then. Bye.